0: Welcome to the principles of success interviewing the experts and today's book review is the blue ocean strategy Now a lot of you might have heard of this book. It's kind of a popular book in the business circle People at least talk about having a blue ocean strategy So that's what we're going to talk about and go a little bit into depth on the whole premise of a blue ocean so first off What is a blue ocean? the blue ocean is Well, all oceans are blue, but it's in correlation to what this author calls the red ocean. So a red ocean is an ocean full of blood. Um, Essentially, it is a area of the market that is so full of competition that countless businesses have collapsed from the brutality of competition. It's your competition kicks your butt and kills your business. Blood in the ocean. And most businesses, almost all businesses in fact, operate in Red Ocean. An example of a Red Ocean is you start a fast food chain. There's a ton of fast food chains already out there. If you're just starting a fast food burger place, there's a lot of other options for a fast food burger place that people have to choose for. And you have to be able to out-compete all that competition. Whereas a blue ocean is starting a business that there isn't a whole lot of competition. The whole premise of the book can be summed up in this one sentence. Make the competition irrelevant. And for those of you who have listened to uh, me for a little while, there was a book I covered called The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. And one of those laws, I believe it was the second law, is the law of the category. that's essentially what this whole book is about, is the law of the category. Um, You can't, if you can't be the first in something, be the first in something else related to it. So if you can't be the first American beer, you can be the first American light beer. Or you can be the first German beer that Americans drink. Or you can be the first German beer in America that the Germans drink. So the reason why I use beer as an example is because that's what the person used in the book um, for the 22 Immutable Law. So you gotta change things up. You can't be like your competition. If you're, if how you're describing your business is it's like the next Uber or it's the next YouTube or it's the next, it's the next, it's the next, then you're in a red ocean. Or also, it's like combining McDonald's with Pizza Hut. I'm not very good at coming up with analogies. But if you're comparing yourself to something that already exists, then you're in a red ocean. And like I already said, most businesses are in a red ocean. If you're opening up a restaurant, unless there's something special and different about your restaurant, it's a red ocean. If you're opening up a marketing agency, unless there's something different about your marketing agency, it's a red ocean. If you're starting a podcast, talking about success, unless you have something different to bring to the table... Than what already exists, then you're in a red ocean. And honestly, I don't really do any of those things. Almost all businesses are in red oceans. My podcast is just me talking about success. There's plenty of other podcasts out there that talk about success. Personally, I think mine's the best, but there's plenty of other podcasts out there that talk about success. What's different about mine versus the others is I kind of talk about the core principles mainly. Like this is the most important parts of success. Go figure out the rest your Whereas what I've heard from a lot of other people talking about success, a lot of it's abstract stuff that really doesn't help people that much. So anyway, I got a little off on a tangent. Most businesses are in red oceans. And unless you specifically set out to make your business different from every other business out there, you are most likely in a red ocean, too. That's why this book is so important for business, because it's an entire paradigm shift for where to focus on starting your business. If you have a niche, that's still a red ocean. So now I've kind of hammered to death what a red ocean is. Let's talk about actual, some a- actual examples of blue ocean businesses. First example, 5-Hour Energy. Before 5-Hour Energy came into the market, every energy drink was a full-sized drink. Think Red Bull, think Monster. Big cups of energy drink. By that, our energy came along and said, Ah, we know you don't need all of that. Here's a little couple-ounce shot of energy drink for you. It Nothing like that existed on the market, and they stole a whole bunch of market share in the energy drink market place now there's lots of other small dosage energy drinks out there there's been lots of copycats in fact i think i don't remember i think monster came out with a product for a little bit that was a monster mini or something like that but because five Hour five hour energy created an entirely new market of mini energy drinks they were able to compete in a blue ocean for a long time and gain a significant portion of market share Amazon versus Walmart. Walmart is the behemoth retail s- store. It's had plenty of competition. Y'all remember Kmart? There's Target, there's Smith's, there's all sorts of retail stores out there, but none of them were close, are, are close to the size of Walmart. Walmart's massive, it's all over the place. In the other countries like the UK or Spain, I have a significant portion of people who listen in those countries. Where you might have some other monolithic grocery store chain but walmart dominated the field it is the retail king then amazon came along amazon did not set up retail stores around all over the place it set up distribution centers around all over the place and it made one promise from the ease of your home and shopping online we will get your stuff to you any stuff that you want in two days Walmart still owns the retail marketplace but Amazon created its own marketplace which was hyper fast delivery of any product that you can think of. Now Amazon didn't start out that way but it built to that and once it got to that stage it exploded because Walmart can only shelf so many things. Amazon can shelf unlimited things. If Amazon had tried to be another grocery store it couldn't have competed with Walmart but now Amazon is worth more than Walmart and then just one more example it has, um, I'm gonna use a historical example and a modern example in the car market so historical example Ford before the Model T cars were an exotic toy for rich people that's all cars were before Ford came around and created the Model T which was a mass production of a vehicle Most people assumed that cars would just be an abstract thing that rich people had, and most people would drive horse and buggies still. So Ford, instead of trying to compete in the horse and buggy market, or compete in the rich person car market, he decided to create an entirely new market, which was vehicles for the common man. And his business exploded. He became super wealthy, And super successful because he created an entirely non-existent market that nobody even knew existed. So that was a very big blue ocean. And then the modern example is Elon Musk and Tesla. So Elon was looking at the market and he believes electric cars are super important. But before he started Tesla, all the electric cars, to put it plainly, were lame. And everybody made fun of you if you drove an electric car. In fact, most people still make fun of you if you drive an electric car especially Prius. People love to make fun of people who drive Priuses because they're tiny and they're not a good-looking car. Elon wanted to make electric cars popular. He wanted to make an electric car but an attractive, cool-looking car. So that's what he set out to work on. Now, he knew that he couldn't initially create a essentially a Model T electric car first. He knew that he had to make a... Luxury style electric car for the wealthy, and he made some very very sexy looking cars. I'm not a car person, and I still think that that Tesla's cars look pretty cool. So that was a step. I forgot to mention that the previous electric cars were not only lame, they were super expensive as well. So he made an expensive, cool looking electric car, and then slowly over time, he's developed more and more to now where he essentially has. I think it. I believe he even named it after Model T, I think it's like Model S or something like that. He made a common man electric car that doesn't look stupid. So he created a blue market by doing that. So essentially the whole point of the blue market, or the blue ocean strategy, is to make your competition irrelevant. You need to look at the market and not just see the market how it is right now. See what's missing from the market, see what's similar in other markets. That's another example I didn't touch on. So, um, In the book, she uses an example of a wine company who went around and asked a bunch of alcohol drinkers why they didn't drink wine, and they gave a bunch of reasons, like it seemed too posh, It seemed, there was a lot of information on the bottles that they didn't understand. So this wine company essentially went away with that, oh another thing was fresh, I don't drink alcohol so I don't know too well. But, um, so they got rid of a lot of that, stuck a very simple symbol on the bottle, and made the market for low-pressure wine drinkers, casual wine drinkers, and they made that into a market that didn't exist, and wine's been around for a long time. So, when you're trying to create a blue ocean strategy, you need to look at the market, see what's not there, look at similar markets, see what they're doing that you could bring into your market, and... Make your competition relevant. There's three types of businesses. There's the me too business like oh, you like that restaurant? I also have a restaurant. There's the me better, which is the oh, you like McDonald's? Well, I can make a much better tasting burger. And then there's the me only market business. and just to use test a as an example. Just to use Tesla as an example again, Tesla is the only cool electric cars currently, I believe. Like, I'm not a car guy, so I haven't kept two up to date. But Tesla was able to adopt a massive share of the market because Elon is the only creator, or was the only creator, of electric cars that actually looked. And when it's you only, competition isn't an issue, and you're able to... Get away with a whole lot more. Anyway, I went a little long on this episode, so with that, I'm going to end it, and you should all go read the Blue Ocean Strategy. See you all next week.